Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, guys? Hi, Hi Laura. It's Kristen and Aurora here on Barely Filtered, and we are doing a solo episode today. Yes. Someone um, told me that they like our solo episodes and they yeah. like to hear us banter. And that I'm made like, me happy. Do we still have things to talk about with each other that people want to listen <laughs> we, to? We really did speed dating with our friendship and went yeah. deep and dark and all our biggest dreams and fears. And Shit keeps happening in our lives, though. I know. So, I like, mean, we um, just haven't run out of things to talk well, about. On yet. that note, we need to talk about Doggy Gate. Doggy gate? What's doggy gate? Your your dogs. You're the ones oh, at the farm. Oh my yeah, that's that true. Okay, this is, know. this is just because I was promised. I promised the tea on this, which oh, I always feel bad talking about like people that are in my family because you know they didn't ask to be on this podcast. But you know what? Yeah, that's what you get for being related <laughs> to me. I'm just going to share all your shit. But so my uncle had this. My my dad has a. Okay, let's start from the beginning. My uncle got this dog, and he gave it to my dad or kind of dropped it off at, at our house. And then my dad has become obsessed with this dog. Now this is my dad's dog. Okay. Is this Vino? It's Pino. 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 <laughs> Vino. Pino. The same, same. And then my uncle got another dog and has been see- like, has been trying to secretly breed her with Pino. But the sad thing is that this dog that he had got had like just gotten her period. It'd be like a, like how old are you when you get your period? 14, 13, it'd be like getting pregnant right after your first period. Wait, I didn't know that dogs got periods. Yeah. Like, that, well, when? What? Well, you're supposed to, well, this is controversial. Like, do you neuter or spay your dog yeah. or not? Like, most people would say, yes, it's irresponsible not to because there's so many dogs in this world with no parents. I don't know. Anyway, so my uncle came over and basically snuck their his dog in a room with my dad's dog, which is so fucked up. They bred. And so Alma is her name, had all these puppies. So now he left him with my mom. So my mom has all these puppies. Then then they're these cutest little like golden retriever puppies. And I'm sure he'll come back and grab them and, and so what's sell the pro- them. So why is it? What's the problem? So the problem is that people were just losing their shit because they were like, why would you breed a dog when there's so many dogs that don't have parents, oh. don't have homes and like, you know, yes. And then I, and then I kind of spoke to that and I was like, it's so true. Like, usually I would say like, you know, adopt a dog from mm-hmm. a shelter. Don't buy one from a breeder. But then, of course, the whole breeding community came after me and they were like, why would you if people want to breed their dogs and like they should have the right to do that, which like, you know, I I believe that mm-hmm. kind of now I see their side, too. It's like, I don't know, especially th- so one person made the argument that it's 
important to breed dogs because if you're looking for a dog with a certain quality mm-hmm. you like it, and you know that it has that as that full bred dog then that's one way keeping the animals alive I we're keeping know. them alive <laughs> but also like i don't know if you if you're breeding all these different kinds of dogs is it like now a gmo dog yeah, I don't know. I'm and like not, a dog that has like lung and breathing. Pro- like when you look at like a teacup something and it's like. Ooh. And they're like in a science experiment. Yeah. yeah. And and they're not living very well. Mm-mm. Like they're not living quality lives. I know. And I, anytime I see someone with a Frenchie, I'm like, oh, I feel for you already. This dog's got like four years. It's sad. I, know. I don't know. I don't do pets. I don't do them. Although I did just see yesterday on Instagram. It was like the tallest Great Dane died yesterday and he was three years old or four years old or something. Yeah. But I'm assuming that was a full bred. Maybe not. I don't know. Did they breed it with a horse? I don't know. My kids want to get pets and I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not that dumb. Actually, I don't know. Can you? It's a centaur. I don't know. Other than that, what else is going on? Anything new? Uh, What else is going on? You're all settled into the house. Yeah. We're going to go on a family vacation. Like my entire extended family. Like not not my entire. My brother, his wife and all. We're going to do something for Thanksgiving. So that should be some. In Rhode Island? Some gossip. No, we're going to. um, We're going to go to the Bahamas. Oh, how fun. Is Mikey going? No, but I did invite him. And he laughed at me. But (laughs) but I was like, just so you know, you're always invited to everything. That's nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. We're getting along really well, actually. Like, we're getting along better than we ever have, than we have in the last two years. That's Which is great. That's good for the kids and good for you. Yeah. But you know what Remy's been saying to me lately? He's obsessed with his dad. Yeah. He's looked at me and he's like, mommy, just so you know, you married the right guy. You married the right guy the first time. My my dad's such a great guy. And I'm like, I know he also, is. Also, where did you hear that, Remy? No, I know. It's like, <laughs> but like I'm, it kind of breaks my heart because it's like, does he? Th- and I'm like, Remy, I didn't. I'm, I don't think I made a mistake. Yeah. Like that was. Right. I, in I'm, that moment. Yeah, at that I was time, totally right. I just you. feel like right now we're just way better friends and we, we're just better parents to you and we could be friends. And he's like, yeah, but. You married the right guy. Oh, <laughs> like he's just so sweet boy. He's, yeah. Oh, it's, it breaks my heart a little bit. But but they're doing well. Like they're, Good. They're, Soleil's having a hard time, though. A really hard time. Like we're doing a 2-2-3 schedule. Where That's crazy. She, like the second night away from me, she'll call me and it's and she cries on FaceTime. Mm. And it's one of those cries that's like, <gasps> and you can't she, like, not answer. Oh, so. I know. And then she like doesn't get it. She's like, why don't you want to sleep with me tonight? Oh. And yeah. It's so sad. I know. They'll find their new normal. You guys are good parents. Yeah. But Remy's saying to me lately, he's like, Mommy, I want to sleep in my own bed now. <laughs> because you know both really? kids. Really? But they me. sleep with you. They sleep with me, but he's Remy. Ready? Well, he's like, he's like, when am I gonna sleep in my own bed? And I'm like, whenever you want. And he's and then last night he's like, I want to sleep in my own bed tonight. And I'm like, Are you sure? Oh <laughs> I like don't want him to. Jackson crawled into I'm our such bed. An last, enabler. He crawled into our bed last night, but not, and like Tyler and him always fall asleep first. And sometimes we'll do like movie nights if we're feeling like good parents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you can crawl into bed tonight. And I look at him. I'm like, this kid looks like he's 16. Like he takes <laughs> yeah. up. He's so big and like getting muscles. And yeah. it just goes by so fast. I it's know. so crazy. And funny, we were just talking about this. So I made the decision with Conway who entered kindergarten. It was his third day of kindergarten. He's like got his uniform. He's now in like the big kid campus. He's out of the preschool. And there was, I just saw him walk into his class. And it's not that he was afraid or anything, but he was quiet. He went in and I was just staring at him through the window and like something in my heart and my gut. Like you just know certain things yeah. as a parent. And um, I called Tyler and I'm like, I just, I feel like he's just not ready. Aww. And it wasn't first week jitters or anything. 
it was, I just felt in my gut. I was like, he's just, we're going to hold him back. And we asked and long story short, they said he can go back to preschool. So we put him back down to preschool, which is great because we actually talked to his teacher a couple of days ago and she pulled Tyler aside. I was like, I just want you to know he's been a leader. Last year he was kind of quiet and was just like kind of build in his corner. This year he's like playing with all of his friends. He's like, you know, giving directions. And that's exactly oh, nice. what I wanted to do because the Outliers book talks about this with sports. And granted, we have a very athletic family. It's very important to us to play sports. But if my kids are an artist or a garbage man, I'll yeah. love them and support them the same. <laughs> an artist but, or a garbage man, those are your two other options. But, yeah. <laughs> well, because they're so polar opposite of like totally. what the trajectory is yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. We put no pressure. We'll support them in anything. Like Conway really wants to be an architect. He calls it an architect and an engineer. He loves to build, but he's so good at sports. So in Outliers, they did a study with the Malcolm like the, Gladwell book. Yes. Yeah. With I think it was the Canadian and U.S. hockey teams, something some hockey teams and sports teams where the boys were actually when they made it to that elite level, they were actually always the older kids in their their grade and like within a couple months of the cutoff. So we held Jackson back. He's the oldest, biggest kid. Yeah. Jackson or Conway's also held back. So he's going to graduate. When are you, they born? What's their birthdays? Jackson is July and Conway is February. So July in February. Yes. So Conway will be five in February. He's five now. Oh, he'll be six. six. So he's going to be he's really be, old. He's going to be six. He's going to graduate high school at 19 and a half. Yeah. So fine. it's a little like Mormon-esque of us, but no. you know, but but for boys especially, they mature physically, they need more time and mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I feel more confident. One with sports, he's gonna be bigger, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get more opportunities. So he's gonna have more confidence. And that seems to go with, you know, academics. And then also like I just feel more confident sending my kids to college at nineteen because I've also had friends who are 17 and they're and getting you get them for longer. You get them for longer <laughs> and they're getting alcohol poisoning because they're, oh, you yeah. know, so the safer my kids can be, the better. So anyway, we held him back and I'm really happy about that. But then we just all got back from Nashville and had the best time. We were there for eight days. I dropped off my kids. We were looking at homes and just communities. I dropped off Tyler and three kids. So seven, five-year-old and a four-month-old daughter. He flew from Nashville to San Diego all by himself on the plane. I can't. He didn't even complain. No, he did not complain at all. And then I stayed in town and I picked up Aurora that night. And then we interviewed Candace the next day and had so much fun. Okay. So funny enough, I go to record this next ad spot and my assistant actually calls me and was like, what's your DoorDash order? Well, funny enough, this is for DoorDash. I was never a DoorDash person. I never ordered food to the house. But since having three kids and just really (laughs) spreading myself thin and adding as many jobs as possible and projects, DoorDash has really actually became a lifesaver for me. Something I've actually, a little trick we've done, and I'll share with you guys, is when we land from the airport, because we actually do a ton of travel as a family, we land and immediately I'm like, okay, I'm 20 minutes out from my house. So I'll order DoorDash. So by the time I get home, I am starving from a day of travel. I feel disgusting. I go and shower. And by the time I'm done, I have fresh food ready to go. So I absolutely love DoorDash. It's made my life so much more convenient. It's great for a family. And if you use it enough like me, you can actually get $0 delivery on all eligible orders with a DoorDash membership. So if you want to try DoorDash, if you haven't already, you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order for up to a $20 value when you use the code FAIRLYFILTERED at checkout. So that's a limited time offer with terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimal subtotal. 
and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Barely Filtered. Don't forget that's code Barely Filtered for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, you guys, now it's time for me to tell you about this company that has been saving my life with three kids. I am in over my head, I'm in the thick of it, and I need all the help I can get. And as much as my husband wants me to cook homemade meals every single night from scratch, I have a little cheat code for you, and it is called HelloFresh. It is America's number one meal kit. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you can skip the grocery store and save time. I am all about saving time these days. And I love that you have 40 weekly brand new recipes, so you get to choose what you know your flavor palette is or what your diet restrictions are. They have so many different things to choose from. I personally love anything in the teriyaki, curry I've done. I, I love all of those wide range cultural dishes. They're just full of flavor. So I just wanted to share that with you. It's really been saving my life. And so if you want to save time, but also stay healthy and, oh, that's what I wanted to tell you guys. When you get HelloFresh, you know you're getting top-notch produce since it travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days. So I love that they really minimized that time. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BarelyFiltered and use code 50BarelyFiltered for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50BarelyFiltered and use code 50, that's five zero barely filtered for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Enjoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. What were your thoughts of Nashville? Oh, my God. I really liked it. I mean, it seems like everybody who's there is really happy to live there. Yeah. Like, and there's Proud. this whole community of people who it's almost like they fled somewhere. The refugees. Somewhere. Yeah, they're like, they re- call them refugees. Yeah, no, like, I feel like everyone, they're like, we finally made it to the yeah. other side. It's like <laughs> the motherland. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I really like I really love where I live. Mm-hmm. I live in at the beach in L.A. and I live in Manhattan Beach. But but yeah, I mean. I don't know, it kind of got me thinking a little bit. It's like, oh man, like even if I wanted to move, I couldn't. Like I'm kind of trapped. But like, because my ex lives here and he doesn't want to move. But like, I've always been happy to be trapped here. But then when I went to Nashville, I was like, it is kind of nice here. Nice. You get more for your money. But honestly, it's still expensive. It's still expensive. It's still, like, it's still very expensive. I guess if, if you were on like that first bandwagon over there yeah. they have the refugees, you could would have capitalized on the, on the better rates. But yeah, I really liked it. I like the people too, because- you can be at a table of a genuine country boy who was on the tractor all day yeah. who's sitting next to like a country music star and they're both in t-shirts and a hat. And they both have this like humble vibe about yeah, them. Yeah, very humble. Oh my God, Kristen and I 
we were driving back from this bar. What was the bar called? <laughs> Fox and Lock and Leaper's Fo- Fork. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we were driving back and there was like this, I thought it was an opossum running across the street. I made her slow down. It was, it was a full armadillo. It was an, we were like, here's an armadillo. Like, what? Like, slow down. There's an armadillo right in there. Uh, well, we, we oh had, my God. and we prepped, we had a sleepover and we were kind of prepping for Candace yeah. interview and we were watching Convicting a Murder in Bed and had like a sleepover. It was so fun. That was, I was so fun. I was so nervous leading up to that. She was nervous. I wasn't nervous. You were cool as a cucumber. Yeah. You really drove the ship on that one. I really appreciate that. That's okay. You drove the ship today. Today I'm just like brain dead. <laughs> we take turns. Yeah. We just like have an unspoken like, hey, you're going to do this today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit here. So what was your, what were your thoughts? Because there's one thing for me. I'm like replaying, you know, the Candace interview. For me, that was one of those people going into Barely Filtered. I'm yeah. like, I would love to interview right. her. And I know she's across the board with people's feelings on her. Some people love her. Some people hate her. Yeah. I was nervous. I had like a, I had an ounce of regret because I know how I feel with her and I would have loved to go in more. But I, cause like I've had friends who listen, they're like, that's not the Kristen I know. I know your stances, but we went in, we didn't want to really make it that political. We didn't want to make it political. No. And we, there's a million videos out there of like her thoughts on X, Y, and Z stance. Yeah. You've heard it before. It's out there. We wanted to show her as a mom, as a wife, right. as a human and a producer and all these other things. The reason why I think she in particular stood out to us as a barely filtered podcast host is because she does have a way of saying things that can be interpreted mm-hmm. several ways that, you know, people are constantly trying to censor what she's saying. And, and and then when you get her explanation, it's like not really how it was understood by mm-hmm. mainstream media. media or so you don't really know. But for me, I had a little like not regret, but like just a little ugh, backlash afterwards because people, you know, they want to put me in a box yeah. because I because I gave her more of a because I gave her a platform, a platform. to speak on. And and so I felt like I needed to come out and be like, you know, let's I think I said, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Let's give her an opportunity to speak on, you know, something that's totally unrelated to whatever her stance might be on, you know, abortion or whatever the topic is. And I said, I'm not a I'm not a Republican, but like I still can agree with her on certain things. And like I disagree with her on some things. And then people were like, oh, that's so disappointing to hear that you're not Republican. Oh, but then no, you also no, no, they people... said that's so disappointing to hear that you're a Democrat. And I was like, I didn't say I'm a Democrat. I said I'm not a Republican. It's like you have to pick a side. Well, and I think that's what like we got in these conversations is the media wants to put us in two boxes. Yeah. They want to think, oh, if you believe in this, that means you must agree with every single box right. and the Republican side. And guess what? You are a maggot, bigot, racist. Right. And if you're not that then you right. are a idiotic liberal sheep with purple hair and like <laughs> little baby, like little kids. Like it's one or the other. It's like, yeah. dude, actually the far left and the far right is probably what? 10% maybe. maybe. Most people are somewhere in the middle right. and mainstream media is putting us against each other. Totally. As if we're these things when in reality, most people are on them in the middle. Right. Maybe they lean left. Maybe they, they lean right. But we're really all pretty good humans <laughs> at the uh, end of the I day. Mean, at the end of the day, we all have, I think if you're just like a level-headed human, you have gay friends, you want them to be happy, you want them to... I mean, like, Kristen and I kind of got into it the other day after we were... We were deciding about how we were going to certain content, certain content in within the Candace episode. And I was like, Kristen, like, are you anti-abortion? She's like, no, she's like, I'm like, do you care if gay people get married? She's like, no. I'm like, do you uh, do you like are you pro death penalty? If you touch a kid, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, you're not. It's almost like there's like a frame. Uh, it, there's like a 
like a way of conducting yourself and a personality that we almost want to be more than what the actual party stands for. Because when you break it down topic to topic, we actually like most of the people that we know have very similar yes. views and the people who have extreme views, they're the outliers. Yeah, like, they that, really that's are. Just naturally how but the goes. media has made it made us believe that if you're a Republican, then you really you're the outlier. Right. But really, it's like, no, we're all pretty much in the middle. And we just really want everyone to get along. Right. And we want we all want choice right. in our bodies on some level. And we want everyone to be happy and love each other and have the right to get married. Like, right. That's really it. So I kind of feel like we need to go there with the getting banned from YouTube situation now because well, I'm like, yeah. OK, so the, the day, day after the day after we launched our episode where people were just blowing up our, my inbox being like, well, Candace just got just Caroline's got, giving us that just got Car- Caroline just got banned from YouTube. <laughs> and and somebody's like, you should be more careful about who you give a platform to. This person just said that pedophiles are gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she could not have said that. I, and so I didn't see the clip. Did mm-hmm. you see the clip? I did not see the clip. I just heard she got banned for something along those lines. And then somebody else was telling me, no, that's not what she said. She said that if the pe- if a pedophile is going for a man, boys, yeah. then he's ho- then he's homosexual, which, which which in literal terms means exactly like you're saying homo means same sex. But also and- like, why are we even why are we even equating yes. these two terms in the same sentence? Because it's taking away from the fact that these are horrible. People. They're not their sexuality does not They're matter. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. It shouldn't need it is, some things don't need to be politicized. And we just had an interview with an amazing man. And we we're talking about sex trafficking. Yeah. And same thing. If you support sex trafficking, then you must be a Trump MAGA supporter. It's like, actually, I just don't want to see children. If you support anti-sex trafficking. Anti-sex trafficking, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Then you must be this way. It's like, actually, I just don't want to see children sex trafficked. Like, yeah. Yeah, I have a heart and a soul. So it's, it's weird. I but then the, the QAnons are like, oh, the Hollywood elite, like, they, remember, eat, remember they drink babies' they blood. They drink the blood of the... It's like, okay, you know, Monsters I, I, I kind of believe on some level. What? I think Hillary Clinton, I'm, I'm scared to even say her name. She scares you me. You think she drinks blood? You're I think she does some crazy shit. I could, uh, yeah, I what? think... There was a, there was, do you think everyone she's ever talked to all of a sudden just died of suicide? Like how many friends, you know, have died of suicide? Not 42. Well, that's, you know, you know, a a lot of people um, commit suicide who are on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Do you think that who's the host? Who is that host? Chris Harrison. Yeah. Do you think Chris Harrison is in on it? (laughs) I mean, like, I love that we're putting Chris Harrison and Hillary Clinton. Okay. You you a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I lean more to the conspiracy theories, but it is entertaining. Just like the new conspiracy theory is that, what is it? A natural disaster is going to like come to California. People are painting their roofs blue because it deflects the laser beams. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of down that path. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware of it. I don't oh believe in God. everything. That's a stretch for me. Wait, you want to know what's something that stood out to me that I like want to dive into a little bit more that I have no information on, but... Okay, the fire in Maui that yeah. was absolutely horrible. How come there was so much stuff on social media like basically saying that this type of fire that melted cars to the ground could not have been from like a natural disaster. That's a whole conspiracy theory as well. And that like only certain parts of land were touched, but like Oprah, Zuckerberg's, all these other people's land was completely fine. How, is, how do we land. not have like an easy answer to that? Aren't and there the, like forensic the, arsenic? There you'd think. What and is like, arson people? Yeah, the people that are supposed to, I don't know, is it Red Cross who are supposed to come like for natural disasters right away, like didn't come for days um, there's a lot of weird conspiracy theories around that for sure. Huh. I think that's the next wave of mass media like manipulation. They're going to really lean into natural disasters, global warming, 
the weather. That's like like when in San Diego and LA when they thought that hurricane was coming and it was just rain. Of course, of course, it was Hurricane Hillary. Oh my god! Nothing oh. happened. Just everyone's emails oh, you disappeared. Th- you think that people? You think that like the media is going to be like, "There's the most massive storm coming," but so then you there have to isn't. stay in your house. And oh, you, there's a meteor coming. The, the end's coming. But if you're vaccinated, you have a better chance of surviving. All right, she said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so I could talk about that forever. But we're open books, so it's we're like, open books. Kristen yeah. is not a Republican, even though she thinks she is. And I just call, like to call I, her. Well, out. I feel like it's 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 funny because I did a reel and it was like smell freedom in Tennessee and half the comments are very supportive oh I, I left California with my family my kids are playing in the street it's so safe and all these things then there's people who are like fuck you you racist like like get the fuck out of here Saying take your money you? with oh yeah crazy comments oh my and I'm God. like that's why I, I want to leave it's not like necessarily the legal freedoms because I really feel very privileged and like I, I feel like I have an amazing life especially when you compare it to other countries and, and women. But like, it's it's that energy, that hate, like, geez, man, like, just let me live my life. And I don't, I don't feel that day to day in my life. Do you? Well, I don't know. I sh- I'm more publicly open, right leaning. Yeah. So I attract more hate from that side. It's like you you're automatically put into this box of people. And that's the same thing with like the Candace interview. Like, I know you received a mix like messages. Yeah. I received, a, thankfully, all the Karens have left my Instagram and, of course, have let me know um, their <laughs> exit. So I received a lot of support. And I actually had two moms this weekend. Like, the girls were, like, coming up to me, like, thought I was a celebrity because of Candace. Cause really? Because in this community that I live in, they love her. Not where I come from. Exactly. It's not Manhattan <laughs> Beach. No. But, 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 but the thing is, it's like, that's what I didn't want. I didn't want to be, like, I didn't want to be put in a box because we had her on. I personally wanted to have her on because I think she is a, an example of a really radical voice. Yes. In, in in radical, not in a dangerous way, though, because when you really break down what she's saying, she says these things sometimes that I feel like it's it, maybe it's to spark controversy, but like she doesn't the things that she's getting blocked for. Like she that's not what she meant. She's not. She there's no, somebody somebody else said something about she doesn't like people in wheelchairs. Like, yeah, what was that? She's not, that's she, not true. I don't believe in my personal experience with her now. Now we've had that. I don't believe she's like has poor, mean, like nasty intentions i don't think her intention is to be she's mean. anti-wheelchair yeah like I, what i no. think she says things that get misconstrued and i arguably so but i don't think her intention and like for me so i had two women come up to me and they started crying Stop. swear to god because they said well these are moms and we tried we they listened to the episode and they're like i'm so proud and happy that i feel like there's a voice out there that is like you, they called me brave and courageous, which is crazy because I think brave and courageous. I think you're putting your life on the line and you're serving your country and all these things because so many women, people, but specifically moms right now, feel like their voice isn't heard and they feel like they need someone to speak up for them. And I think a lot of people look to Candace in that. But because she is so radical. Do people look to Candace for mom stuff? Yes. I, at least from my experience, there's a whole group of moms who are very scared right now, especially in California. There's a lot going on. Scared of what? There's like a lot of sexualizing children right now. Mm-hmm. And that can be as small as like your dance routine and girls are twerking and wearing little outfits. Like mm-hmm. I've seen nine year olds with like their butts out. I'm like, what is happening? Like that's mm-hmm. my dad would have slapped Actually, that's me. so funny because there's this one person who is like, good job having a conservative on your podcast. But I really think you should take a look at the things, the outfits that you wear and that she, that's, I know exactly who it is because she could not get over this bikini I was wearing in front of my dad. <laughs> like, And I'm like, 
huh. And then I looked through my my Instagram just to see like, what do I wear? I mean, usually I look like a first grade teacher of some <laughs> sort, but then every once in a while, it got me in like a bikini or something. You know, you got to yeah. have your sprinkle in your thirst traps. But like, I don't know. It's just, that's what I have a problem with. I have a problem with people thinking that you have, oh, just because I have a conservative on my podcast, I, I also need to like dress like a nun and be a conservative. Yeah, like, and also just because we have, I've had guests on here who maybe we don't ex- exactly love or agree with everything they say or their yeah. viewpoints of life. Like our job as hosts is to dig deeper find these sides of people like that you already don't like that you might think you know but you really don't know this part of Mm -hmm. them for example her love story and how she met her husband and got engaged after 18 days like i know people love that i got like over a million views on tiktok that video oh really and there's our job doesn't mean if we have someone here we agree with 110 percent of the things they say that would be weird and that's the same thing with like if you're a Democrat or Republican, just because you're a Democrat doesn't necessarily mean you check every single box down the list or same with Republicans. The scary people are the ones Those who are the say scary they ones. do. Those are the scary ones. Like you said, like I might identify with Republicans, but I also want to see my best gay friends get married and I will be yeah, at that fucking I've been wedding. To my, my, you best, know? my best friend growing up was gay. He always was. We always yeah. knew. <laughs> and he's married and it was the most fun wedding ever. And it's like, do I, it's, it, I, I don't even entertain the thought of like, Anybody being able to think that like just because I might be like fiscally conservative mm-hmm. that like somehow I want to take away the rights of gay people to get married. I don't know. It just it feels like such a leap. Like I just don't get the connection. It makes I, no sense. I, I loved Candace did say something I thought was kind of cool. She says, if you're not liberal when you're young, then you're not a dreamer. Or if you're not oh. conservative when you're old, then you have no brain. Or no, if you're not a liberal when you're young, then you have no heart. If you're not a conservative by the time you're old, then you have no brain. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of liked that. But just to like, we're just so you guys know, like, we don't, this isn't a political podcast. We're not agreeing with everything that everyone says. We're just trying to show that like people are human, people make mistakes and we just want to dig down deep and we don't want to be put in a box. Like we yeah. just want to understand people. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I, I'm all for freedom. That's like what I'm, yes. that's what I stand for. Freedom to do whatever the hell you want. That's how I feel. I feel as like long as you're not hurting other people. Yeah. As long as you don't have mean intentions and you don't come for me or my family or tell me how to raise my kids mm-hmm. or what to put in my body, then just, I always say, just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. You just leave me alone. Y'all do what you want. You raise your kids how you want. You put in their body what you want, but just like, leave leave. yeah and i think it's more dangerous to censor somebody's voice yes than to give them a platform give them an opportunity to to speak and 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 we will be having more people with diverse opinions on our show we're looking for them (laughs) if you or someone you know has a diverse opinion (laughs) please call in yeah and we're open we're open to all those conversations i will hear a far leftist talk and i I, i'm not like oh you can't come on here it's like i want to i want to hear it I mean, I some of my best understand. friends are who are yeah. very super left. Yeah. Um, and guess what? You can still be friends with them. Yeah. It's it's possible, guys. You can have friends from the opposite or differing views and still be friends with them. Like mm-hmm. that's it's real life. You can do it. Yeah. Don't let the media think that you can't. But other than that, I love Nashville. We met a group of cowboys that were awesome. Oh yeah. Should I talk about my ghosting thing? Oh yes. <laughs> Should I talk yes. about that? Yes. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Okay. So this is actually like really bad. And I wasn't Wait, are gonna... we going to, are we giving like the should TT? I, should I do it? Should we go? I think we should. We can always edit it out. <laughs> Caroline doesn't even know this. Caroline, I just watched. Oh, it's really Caroline's our, the manager Caroline, who sits and just Caroline like. Caroline right now. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she is always nervous about what we're going to say. Okay. So you guys know that I got ghosted on, on Raya. So I ended up finding out. Okay. So the guy who ghosted me, should I just say it? Yes. Yeah. Say it. 
So I ended up like we were talking, whatever, like yeah. a few days, you like nothing serious. Raya, right? Matched Raya. Yeah. He's like a nice guy, whatever. And then he just like goes, goes like blank. He doesn't say anything anymore. And I like wrote him one other thing just to make sure like, is he ghosting me for real or is he dead? Whatever. He was truly ghosting me. And then we go to Nashville and we were talking to these guys at this bar. Of course, like I wasn't drinking, but like there was a lot of drinks flowing. And this yeah. guy with some flapper lips told us this whole story about how he was actually dating somebody right now. And we're like, I'm like, oh, that's weird because he's on Ryan. He matched with me. And then he like ghosted me. And you're like, no, yeah, he's dating the girl that was the wife of his best friend who he slept with on the family vacation. Who was at that table with us. Who was at the listen, table with Listen us. to this. So really think about this. This man that Aurora had been talking to is divorced with a couple kids. He went on vacation with another family who is married, a husband and wife, and then their kids. And so they're all on a family vacation together. And this guy who goes, goes to Aurora. Which we were, were talking for like three days. But, yeah. <laughs> but either way, he hooked up with the wife on family vacation while the husband's there, while the kids are there. Zero shame. So when we saw this. That's like psychopath that's, shit. That's pure narcissism to think like you can get away with that. And the, the husband called them out, caught them. They're not divorced. So good for him. But um, yeah, anyway, this guy that we were at the bar with was like, stay far away from him. He's it made a total me feel so shit. much better, though, about my because, you know, like it doesn't feel yeah. good to be ghosted. I would never ghost somebody like I I fully believe in having like an explanation. My my tagline is like, sorry, I just didn't feel the spark. Yeah. Like, you know, just that's give fine. somebody some because like, I don't know if it was something I said. I don't know. You know, and that's it, OK. It's, it's not like there for everyone. No, of course not. Yeah. But like just to like straight up go somebody and let them like wonder mm-hmm. what went wrong. I feel like that shows such a lack of integrity. And so when I heard that story, I was like, Okay, this confirms everything. But how funny that the universe like aligned us to be at that bar at that I time know. with those people who knew this guy. It was just yeah. it was a sign a sign from the universe that thank God that he was you were ghosted, honestly. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I feel like I would have figured that out pretty quick. Yeah. I yeah, I think I've heard a few things. But other than that, I love those group of guys. We're all friends on Instagram now. I told Ty, I was like, I got bros for you. It's, we're gonna have so much fun. I know. Kristen's so funny. Like, I feel like you're like the hot girl with like the massive ring. And then you're just like <laughs> recruiting friends for your husband. I do. I recruit <laughs> friends. I'm like, these are bros. Yeah. So that was we fun. also got to sit down with Linda. Linda Holiday. She is from Tennessee and she saw that I was there, messaged me and was like, I just landed. Like, and then I, after our Candace interview, I was like, you want to meet up with Linda? And we did. And we met up with her and her daughter and like, she She's looks so, sweet. so good. Oh, she looks so She's, good. She's, I think, 60, 61. Yeah, she, she has says a, Pilates. She, that's what her, sister, her daughter said four times a week. I, like, I need sister. to do Pilates. No, I know. She looks I literally so went to Pilates the other day because I was like, well, it works for Linda. I gotta yeah, go. <laughs> she looks phenomenal. So oh my God. I just want to look and be like Linda. She's just yeah. amazing. But yeah, we we took out like sore thumbs. We did. I had like my business suit on. You had like stilettos oh my God, on. Yeah. That's how we started talking to them because they basically were like, are you, you lost? guys lost? <laughs> you lost? And we're like, no, we just looked like idiots. Yeah. Where I was like in a full like blazer dress with heels. heels. Yeah, it was not the look. But honestly, that's one of like my favorite nights ever. I had the best time. Yeah, we had, and then we almost ran over the armadillo. And look, then we look had... at this. This story came full circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now we might go go back. Yeah, lots of fun people there. Podcasts to come. Um, people we want to sit down with. So yeah, I'm excited. It was a great time. Yeah was a great time. Do we have anything else we need to address or cover our asses about real quick? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I think I think we covered it all. I hope hopefully people like us. We hope one or two of you is still there. Yeah. (laughs) No. All right. Cool. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye, guys.
note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.